Welcome to the podcast. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. And now, you're listening to Talkline with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. Welcome back to the program, Mom. Zev Brenner. Sometimes the best guess of people that are around you. So when you put together a show, you're looking far and wide and around the country, around the world. But somebody's in your own backyard are the best guess. My Mahutin, Rudy Lowy. He's a businessman. He's from Los Angeles. In fact, I call him Mr. LA because he's still connected with Los Angeles. And uh, he has a wonderful story about, if you heard of it in the summertime, you always see missionary groups targeting the Jews. There was one big group called Campus Crusade for Christ, which is very big. And, uh, Rudy, I know you have an interesting story about that. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's great to be here. It's always good to see you and to uh, talk to you. And uh, always uh, hear uh, interesting uh, uh, events, and uh, and I enjoy your riddles. Exactly. And, and, and you have so many wonderful stories, but I, this one intrigued me. So tell us about Campus Crusade for Christ and your connection and this something amazing about this, what, what transpired. Sure. So um, uh, back in the 1980s, uh, I had an involvement uh, with an insurance company. And um, as, uh, as uh, that involvement, I... Uh, or through that involvement, uh, I happened to meet the uh, insurance commissioner of the state of California. Uh, so this was an accountant with uh, Pricewaterhouse, and he, in those days, the insurance commissioner was uh, appointed. So he took an appointment for four years to become insurance commissioner, and I chanced to uh, meet him uh, a few times as commissioner. In those days, uh, you can call uh, an insurance commissioner up. He would return the phone call. Things were not political. Um, and uh, you can have a conversation with him. So we weren't best friends, but um, uh, we knew each other, and uh, uh, we would uh, I'd see him uh, sometimes at uh, industry events, and uh, we sort of lost track of each other. Years later, in, um, in the early um, 1990s, um, the family, um, my wife and I, and uh, we had eight kids, um, we spent um, a few years living in Israel. And I would fly back and forth uh, for work or for business every once in a while. And um, we were in Israel, and one time the phone rings. And uh, this um, former insurance commissioner is on the phone. So he had he was no longer insurance commissioner. He became, um, uh, he went back to Price Waterhouse and, uh, to head up the insurance practice. And then eventually left them and became chairman of the board of uh uh, of a European uh, insurance company, uh, their uh, U.S. operations. So I was in, uh, I was living uh, in Israel at the time. The phone rings, and he calls to say hello. And he um, asked me uh, next time I happen to be in New York, uh, would I please come up and uh, visit him in Stamford, Connecticut? Uh, he'd like to talk to me. Um, so my his, his name was Bruce Bunner. So I said, Bruce. Right now, I'm living in Israel. Uh, I really don't get to New York much. I fly back uh, to L.A. I change planes to New York usually or sometimes in uh, London or Paris. And um, I really don't make it to New York much. So he says to me, come, come visit me in Stanford, Connecticut, in Stanford, Connecticut. I got a question to ask you. And um, I'll make it worth your while. You'll get a contract. It'll make it worth your while. 
So uh, I went and I spoke it over with my wife, and I said, if I stop in Stanford, Connecticut, I usually try to be away only for one Shabbos at a time. Uh, in those days, there was not a direct flight, um, and I stopped by from L.A. to uh, Israel. Um, I said, uh, if I stop there, chances are uh, I'm going to be gone for two Shabbos in a row. And she says, you know what, he's offering you a contract. Go there and uh, meet with him and find out what he wants. She said, go for it, right? Uh, yeah. So um, I uh, flew to New York, uh, rented a car, um, drove up to Connecticut, and I go to meet him in his office. And uh, he says, uh, let's go out for lunch. want to talk to you. Okay, so not what you should usually expect. Um, so we go for lunch, and this is uh, the story tells me. He says that um, he was uh, in college. Um, he was uh, learning to, uh, in college learning to become an accountant. And his fraternity brother was uh, starting to be a lawyer. And the two of them graduated college and decided um, before they went into the business world, uh, they decided to give a few years to the church. And the two of them started something called Campus Crusade for Christ. And he says Campus Crusade for Christ uh, at that time, uh, this would have been um, in the 1990s, was uh, spending half a billion dollars a year in a more than 100 countries around the world converting pe people to Christianity. And um, it was started by these two guys who spent years there, and uh, uh, this commissioner stayed on with Campus Crusade on their board uh, and lost track of this fraternity brother. Hadn't seen him in uh, more than 20 years. Uh, one day, uh, they chanced meeting um, at a convention somewhere, and they say hello to each other, and the fraternity brother says to him, we were on the wrong side. And uh, my friend Bruce says to him, what are you talking about? He says, I was uh, in Los Angeles one day driving up the San Diego freeway, and I saw a sign that says University of Judaism, and decided to go in there and take a look. And uh, he says, that's not like you. He says, I know you. University of Judaism is uh, is conservative. You would never do anything halfway. He says, uh, he says, yeah, you're right. I went there. I took some classes and decided I liked what I um, learned at those classes, but it wasn't authentic enough. He says, eventually, I started to take classes um, at an Orthodox uh, uh, institution in Los Angeles, and I converted to become an Orthodox Jew. And he says, we were on the wrong side all those years, getting people to converse to Christianity. We were, uh, uh, we should have been doing it the other way. Uh, so my friend, uh, the insurance commissioner says he was floored by what this guy said. He went back to his office and he said, I took out my phone book and I started going through my phone book to see people that I knew. And he says, uh, there were, I, had, I knew a lot of uh, uh, Jews. They were clients. They were um, professionals. They were uh, neighbors. I knew a lot of Jews. He says, if I came across your name, he says, you're the only one that I ever, in my phone book, that I never saw without a yarmulke. And he says, I've got some questions to ask you. And um, I like some books on uh, Jewish history uh, around the time that Jesus was born. And uh, liked uh, some more information. And eventually, over the years, uh, so I, I, he gave me those the books. I sent him some, and eventually, I 
gave him Eichler's phone number so he could order the books directly. And uh, one day um, he was in Los Angeles, and uh, we were we uh, went together to uh, go uh, to um, meet with an insurance company that was um, based in Las Vegas. So we spent three and a half hours in the car uh, talking about things. And uh, what I said to him is, uh, we as Jews, what we believe that uh, you don't have to be Jewish to go to heaven. And uh, he and I said, contrary to what you believe, you believe that if we don't believe as you do, uh, we're, we are not going to make it to heaven. We're going to go the other way. And he says, say that again. I said, yeah, you don't have to be, we as Jews, we believe that uh, righteous Gentiles have a place in the world to come. And he was just totally floored by it. Um, so uh, over the years, uh, we stayed in touch. Um, they, uh, he would call me once in a while. Uh, I'll, I'll just uh, add one more uh, story to it. Um, he called me one time, and he says, I'm down at uh, church headquarters, and we got two theologians arguing. And we want to know, uh, they're arguing about whether the clouds, clouds of glory uh, in, um, uh, went with the Jews and uh, accompanied them into the land of Israel or didn't. Did, did, who, accompany, it, did it, who accompany whom? The well, clouds of glory. Oh, the clouds of glory, okay. Whether they accompanied the Jews into the Holy Land or did not, or did they uh, stop uh, once they entered the um, uh, once they entered the Holy Land, and he says we got two theologians arguing about it. They both are bringing verses, and they couldn't decide. And he says, "You want to know the answer?" He says, "I'll call an Orthodox Jew, and I'll get you the answer." So um, anyway, that's my story uh, about him. I um, I never met uh, his fraternity brother, but I did in L.A. once meet the rabbi who converted him. And he says he remembers the story, remembers the uh, person, and uh, remembers him as a sincere convert. Wow. Now, did the insurance fellow guy that you knew, the content, did he ever convert to Judaism? No. Uh, he, um, he called me up one time, and he says he's never been to Israel. He'd like to go to Israel, and the church is willing to take him, but he wants to go, um, doesn't want to go with the church. He wants to go with a, um, with a Jew. And I said, I'll go with you anytime you want to go. Uh, but what happened in the meanwhile is he, he had a wife that was terribly ill, um, and his wife eventually passed away, uh, I think, from cancer. And then um, uh, he remarried. Uh, um, his first wife was very quiet, very reserved. He remarried somebody who was um, total opposite. Um, and uh, moved uh, from uh, Connecticut to um to a remote part of South Carolina. So uh, we would occasionally, by email or phone, stay in touch uh, once in a while, but uh, he never made it to Israel. Never made it. He was, he was um, I think, honored uh, by Israel Bonds. He was a strong supporter of Israel. Um, but he never made it to be part of our people, but he became a strong supporter of Israel. Wow, amazing story. My final question, too, the $64,000 question, did you get the contract? I got the contract. Okay. Just want to make sure. Got to cover all bases. <laughs> right. Okay. Rudy Lloyd, thank you. We're a businessman. He's Mr. L.A. and lots of interesting stories. And we just heard a story about somebody who was out to missionize not just Jews, but everybody, one of the largest organizations, Campus Crusaders for Christ, but ended up finding Judaism and became an Orthodox Jew. Rudy Lowy, thank you for sharing the story with us. 
Okay. Uh, good. Have a good day. Good evening. It's great to be with you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. To advertise on the Talkline Network and Talkline's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Or email info at talklinenetwork.com. Thanks for listening. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com.